Hey, it's Living Cola. Welcome to Casualty of Love's Apologies. Each week, I'll be reading chapters from my book, C-O-L-A. This podcast is rated R for Relatable. What I found when writing was how freeing it allowed me to be. My prayer is that as you listen to this story, you will find your own peace and freedom. It may be a bumpy ride, but we'll get through this together. It starts right now. Chapter 53 Dim Light Catch the foxes for us, the little foxes that spoil and ruin the vineyards of love, while our vineyards are in blossom. Songs of Solomon 2.15 March 14, 2012 Email Hey Nova, how are things going? I know it's been a while since we spoke, but I just wanted to say hi and see how you were doing. Nicola. March 14, 2012. That's good. Um, I'm moving out of Finch by June, and I'm graduating university by June. I've been involved in programs and performing. I recently started writing for an online magazine as a lifestyle editor. What's new with you? Nicola. I had all these good things going on all around me, except I couldn't find a place for us to live. Things were getting even more tense at the building for me. Nobody saw me unless I wanted them to see me. My relationship with staff was non-existent because they looked like the enemy to me. I had stopped overextending myself. I was no longer at every event, every beck and call. I was no longer the shining success that I once was. So now, it was even more important for me to find my own place and prove to them I could do this shit on my own. Yet, I looked everywhere and couldn't find anything. It was still early, but still. What area was I going to move to? What schools would KA go to? There was a lot of factors to figure out. Two bedroom or three. My sister was going to move with me whenever I went, so I had to find something for all of us. Inside, I was drowning. I was trying to find reasons to smile for longer than a minute. Connecting to Nova always gave my heart something to hold on to. In my darkest moments, either she reached out to me or I reached out to her. It was like a light that never went dim. March 24th, 2012. Facebook post. Even though my child has Duchenne's muscular dystrophy, I thank God that it is not visible in any way he moves. My son was blessed with rhythm. KK was literally my reason to breathe, my reason to get up, my reason to keep my heart beating. Whenever I saw him dancing, it reminded me that he was okay. If he was okay, then I was okay. We had a few bumpy rides along the way. He'd fall, but he always got up. There was something about watching him grow that always amazed me. I found it hard to believe that God would trust me to be his mother the way I felt so messed up. I was a failure in life. Yet, my child loved me without fault. As much as I felt like dying, truth be told, 
there wasn't even enough time for that. Like, I was so busy that suicide wasn't even an option. And I'm thinking, who the hell would take care of my child if I go? Thank God I had people who looked out for me and made me not feel so alone. Tish took me under her wing and was my unofficial mentor. I was meeting her at the library so we could create a plan to help organize my mess of a life. Regardless of anything, I needed to graduate this year. I had been in school for way too damn long, and she had a plan to keep me accountable. It felt so incredible to finally have some direction. I thought she was just going to help me out, help organize my subjects and assignments or something, but from the stories I told her about Leo and Aaliyah's birthday, which still haunted me, she said, I'm a hot-ass mess and I need to get some help. She wasn't wrong. I just didn't know where to start. When she said I needed help... She meant a therapist, someone I could just lay all my shit out to and help me establish healthy boundaries. The second thing she said is I needed to do was to cut free from Leo and leave the money behind. And I'm thinking, yo, she crazy. That's way too much money. She ain't known him, but her impression was that he was too old to be preying on girls like me. That was going to take time, though. I wasn't ready to give it up. I thought the list was done, but then she was coming for my fake passes. And she said, if you get caught, you could end up in jail and lose your son. Is that what you want? Is it all worth it? Well, the answer to that question was obvious. But with more money locked into the investment, I didn't have extra to pay for the bus passes. So why should I? If Leo was supplying a cheaper option, I was here for it. I was trying to save money, and she was trying to get me to give it all up. Nope. She often came after, came off really bossy, but it was only because she cared. She really got invested when she was trying to help someone out. I love that Tish was Christian, but not Christian Christian. Not the holier-than-thou, because she still understood life. She had that hood Christian vibe. Love God, but understood the streets. The way she talked about Jesus made him so much cooler than I remembered as a child. She said she talks to him like she would any other friend, like, I see what you tried to do there, Lord. I see you. And I'm thinking, I didn't even know we could talk to him like that. Truth was, there wasn't any major rules in how we spoke to him, just as long as we weren't being disrespectful, just like with anyone else. I mean, sure, he's God, but he's not so far away that he couldn't relate to us on our level. I mean, damn, he made us. She would tell me stories, and I'd be like, wait, that was in the Bible? Like, how she said Jesus rode with the prostitutes in the Badman and, and the rejected. I mean, I had heard that, but not like that. She made the Bible come alive, and she was always animated when she reenacted the stories. So I'm thinking, maybe he can relate to me. Who is this man she speaks about? I needed to find God in my own way. Not because I was the daughter of a pastor. Maybe they should teach him more like this. I think people would, wouldn't feel so rejected. I mean, I wouldn't. I decided from then on I wanted to get to know how gangster Jesus rolled. The man who loved sinners and fought for the oppressed, yet remained very respectful. For the hundredth time, I wanted to make another attempt at attending church more consistently. 
Hey, I'm Paula. Thank you so much for listening. It's truly been a blessing. You can find copies of this book at livingcola.com. You can connect with me on Instagram and Facebook. Please join me next week as I continue to read chapters from Casualty of Love's Apologies.